Welcome to the Wanna Talk Missions podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Tverdick, Director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries. We help people go and stay where God has called them to serve. This is the podcast of their stories. Our intent is to tell the good news of what God's doing around the world through His people in order to make His name known. Learn more about how you can engage in global missions at ccwm.org. And now, here's our show. One Baby for the World, 24 Days of Advent from a Missions Perspective, read by author Sherry Tverdick. December 8th, Loosed. Luke 1, 57-66 Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had displayed His great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. And it happened that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, indeed, he shall be called John. And they said to her, There's no one among your relatives who's called by that name. They made signs to his father as to what he wanted him called. And he asked for a tablet and wrote as follows, His name is John. And they were all astonished. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he began to speak in praise of God. Fear came on all those living around them, and all these matters were being talked about in all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them kept them in mind, saying, What then will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was certainly with him. It was Elizabeth who gave Zechariah his words before he could say them. No, she speaks up. Everyone looks at her. In Elizabeth's day, it's not appropriate for her to do this. She is so far out of line, it's embarrassing. There are traditions to keep. The tradition is for Zechariah's son to be named after him, to follow in his footsteps, to become a priest himself. Elizabeth shatters the status quo with her interruption. No. She and Zechariah have had plenty of charade conversations as her belly grew large with John. Elizabeth has read all of what Zechariah wrote regarding Gabriel in the sanctuary. Elizabeth is a follower. She believes her man and she stands by him in this moment. It is thought that Zechariah was also struck deaf by Gabriel, so perhaps he's standing in the room next to her, both silent and in silence. Elizabeth obeys first when she says, Indeed, he shall be called John. Everyone gets upset. This is not the way it's done. But Elizabeth knows that her little baby boy will not be following his earthly father's path. Instead, he will follow his heavenly father. She closes her eyes and presses back the tears mixed with fear and joy as the room erupts into a family feud. Elizabeth's statement is dismissed entirely. The guests look at Zechariah. Elizabeth watches her husband as he makes the move that catapults them into a story so much bigger than they could ever know. 
It's Zachariah's turn now. He steps out into obedience as his hand inscribes their son's name on the wax-coated writing tablet. He's grown used to communicating this way. He's learned a lot over the last nine months. Foremost, he's learned to listen to God and to obey immediately. He holds up the tablet so all the befuddled guests can see what he has written. His name is John. Right there. Right then, in the moment, the obedient moment, Zechariah's tongue was loosed, and he began to speak in praise of God. By late that evening, even without social media, this story was being talked about in all the hill country of Judea. It was really big news. My calling to full-time missions came to me when I was a young girl at summer Bible camp. No matter what I did later in life to forget or ignore it, that moment, that call, never did leave me. It followed me through all of my choices in life so much that I can remember the feel of the carpet under my knees bowed before the Lord. I knew He was going to send me. But first, I sent myself through some heartache, taking the long, lost, and somewhat disastrous road to missions. I married an atheist. That's how far I ran. But when my atheist leader came to love Jesus in deeper ways than I had yet experienced, God showed me what was possible, even when I had such little faith. For me, it was a loosening that took time like a rusted old metal bolt that has to be taken off. So were my thoughts about myself and others, my lack of belief and my tendency to dwell in fear and worry. Life's circumstances loosed those things off my heart, one turn of the hand of God after another, until I'd learned to step out in faith and give until it hurt. A loosening. Our child's health fails. I learned to surrender. A loosening. I chose to trust God in the middle of the storm. By the time God had called us into full-time missionary work in Mongolia, we were just about undone, just about loosed enough to be redone. We needed one more act of obedience to get us to the other side, and it wasn't ours. To say we were close to my mom, dad, and sisters is not enough. We spent our days together. The three sisters with coffee and babies running around. Mom and dad were the hub and weekends were spent at their house, eating all their food and letting the cousins run wild on the farm. As a family, we were as tight a bolt as you could get. When the entire crew of them followed us to the airport on January 9th, 2009, it was an act of obedience to the Lord. By this simple action alone, we felt they were catapulting us out into our next life, and this was no exaggeration. It was not easy for them to lose us. But if they had not, we may not have been able to stay so long and with such freedom to immerse ourselves in the call. Those last hugs, the tears, the final goodbye was a loosening of such proportion that I could feel it in my soul where something gave way and we were all the way loosed. Free to serve, wholeheartedly, completely, nothing holding us back. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention will begin 40. 
The image of my family waving us forward as we cross through the security check is burned into my heart, partly because of the emotion that's wrapped up in that picture, and partly because it was the moment I stepped into the calling. How could you forget something like that? Engage with the story today. Is there someone you need to loosen by lending your support and giving your blessing? If so, make a point today to do what it takes for that person to know you're cheering them on. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Wanna Talk Missions. Make sure to check out all that God's doing with our missionaries at Cup of Cold Water Ministries by visiting ccwm.org. And that's our show.